In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, although the choice of this gospel, the woman with the issue of blood, the hemorrhage, and the daughter of the ruler of the synagogue, healed by Christ, although the choice of this gospel for the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost is not the most ancient tradition, it's nevertheless in perfect keeping with the spirit of the season after Pentecost. St. Jerome tells us in his homily for today that the woman with the hemorrhage who was healed by our Lord is a type of the Gentile world, while the Jewish people is represented by the daughter of the ruler of the synagogue. This daughter, you will note, was not restored to life until the woman has been cured. This is precisely the mystery we are commemorating during these closing weeks of the liturgical year. That is, the fullness of the Gentiles recognizing and welcoming the divine physician and the blindness of Israel at last giving way to the light of Christ, which we hope for, which indeed is prophesied to come at the end of the world, to be completed at the end of the world. We have celebrated during this past year all the grand mysteries of the redemption, and this ought to enable us to appreciate this glorious economy of salvation, as the fathers of the church called it. The spirit of the church's liturgy at this close of of her year and our year lets us see the world as though it had already come to its end. It looks as though everything were sinking away, down perhaps to the bottom of the ocean, some deep abyss. But it is only going away temporarily to shake off the wicked from its surface, and then it will come up again, glorified and filled with charity. In the beginning, when man was created, We know that sin soon followed thereafter, breaking up the harmony of God's beautiful world and throwing man off the divine path where his creator had placed him. Time went on, wickedness went on, sins multiplied, until there was a family on which God's mercy fell, the Jews. The light which beamed on that privileged favorite though only showed more clearly the thick darkness in which the rest of mankind was immersed. And the Gentiles, abandoned to their misery, all the more terrible because they had caused it and loved it, saw God's favors bestowed on Israel, while they themselves were disregarded and wished even to be so. Leave me alone. That was the idea. Even when the time came for original sin to be remedied, it seemed as though that was just the time for the final reprobation, the final casting away of the Gentiles, the salvation that came down from heaven in the person of the God-made man, was seen to be, seemed to be exclusively directed towards the Jews and the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the people that had been treated with so much predilection and received so many 
favors, whose fathers and first rulers had so ardently prayed for the coming Messiah, was no longer up to the position made for it by the holy patriarchs and prophets. Its beautiful religion, founded on desire and hope, had become nothing but a sterile expectancy, which kept it motionless and unable to advance and take a single step towards its Redeemer. Israel minded only its law and had turned this into a sort of mummy of sectarian formalism, a corpse of rules to be followed without love. Now, while in spite of all this sinful apathy, it was now mad with jealousy, pretending that no one had any, had any right, no one else, no one other than they, had any right to heaven's favors. The Gentiles, however, whose ever-increasing misery urged them to go in search of a deliverer, found one and recognized him in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. The Gentiles were confident that this Jesus could cure them, so they took a bold initiative, went up to him, and had the merit of being the first to be healed. True, our Lord had treated them with an apparent disdain, what seemed to be disdain, but that had only the effect of intensifying their humility, and humility has a power of making its inroads anywhere, even into heaven. Israel, therefore, now had to wait One of the Psalms reads, Ethiopia shall be the first to stretch out her hands to God. Psalm 68, verse 31. It was now Israel's turn to recover by the pangs of a long abandonment, the humility which had won the divine promises for his fathers. The humility which alone could merit his seeing those promises fulfilled. By this time, however, the the salvation, the world of salvation, had made itself heard throughout all the nations, healing and saving all those who desired the blessing. Our Lord, who had been delayed on the road, came at last to the house towards which he first purposed to direct, direct his steps. He reached it, and at last the house of Judah, the daughter of Sihon was in a deep sleep, and she is in it still. His almighty compassion drove away the poor, abandoned one, this girl, drove from her the crowd of false teachers and lying prophets who had put her in this death-like state. By all the noise of their vain babbling, Christ cast forth forever from her house those who insulted him and who were quite resolved to keep this dead one dead. Taking the poor daughter by the hand, he restored her to life, to all the charm of her first youth, proving that her apparent death had only been a kind of sleep and that the long delay of the dreary ages could never make a lie of the word of God, which he had given to Abraham, his servant. Therefore, let us prepare ourselves for the final transformation of of this world, that is, its end, 
and our Lord's return, let us prepare ourselves for the tidings of the restoration of the daughter of Sihon and the last seal to the accomplishment of the prophecies. It remains now only for the graves to give that back their dead who will rise again on the last day. The Valley of Josephat, in accordance with the prophecy, is preparing for the great meeting of the nations, and Mount Olivet will once more have Jesus standing upon it. But this time, as Lord and as Judge, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen.